to the Piney Pastors Podcast, the elders meeting after show where we hang out to discuss theology and issues relevant to covenant members at Piney Ridge Church in Wentzville, Missouri. It's like a Bible study, covenant members gathering, elders hang out, and talk show all wrapped up into one. And it's all about making disciples of Jesus Christ. So grab another cup of coffee and let's get started. Welcome to another edition of the Piney Pastors Podcast. I am Nathan Smith, and I am joined by Jason and Steve. Yes, yes, I'm you Steve, are. and I'm not My fellow pastors here at Piney Ridge Church. And today we are discussing um, the um, an, an issue that is, I think, common to every church. Um, probably has been since the beginning of the church. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I believe there's evidence in the New Testament that it has been. Um, and it's something that uh, in a conversation with some covenant members recently came up, and they refer to it. Um, they may have coined this term. I've never heard it before, but um, they re- they refer to it as the issue of a monoculture, a monoculture developing within the church. That's where um, everybody gets mononucleosis? Yeah. I had mono as a senior never, in high school. Never have. If you give holy yeah. kisses, you might get mono. Yeah, That's it. Right. Monoculture. So uh, monoculture um, on the negative side would be, how would you describe it, Steve? Where it, it's, it's a... Where, where people have uh, common beliefs within the church about, we might call them secondary issues, mm-hmm. or even I think we said tertiary issues. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, so, and, and it gets to be developed a, a culture within the church where everybody is almost expected to adhere to that philosophy. Give me an example. Well, uh, an example might be well, homeschooling in mm-hmm. Piney Ridge Church mm-hmm. uh, is not a biblical command, although I know that some people some people point to some passages from Deuteronomy, for example, and say, I'm not sure, maybe it is commanded in Scripture, but I don't believe it is. Mm-hmm. And it's an issue that not I think... Not in so many words, at least. It yeah. doesn't say, right. thou shalt homeschool thy children. Yeah, and uh, it gets to be a point where if... People look at you kind of funny if you don't homeschool your kids that, you know, are not sure you're really Christian. I don't think mm-hmm. they would actually go that far and say it that way. But it's it's where you feel like an outsider if you mm-hmm. don't believe that. I think another one would be, uh, you know, could be being a conservative in your politics. Mm-hmm. Another one could be, um, well, just recently with the COVID pandemic Mm -hmm. you know how how you believe what you believe about that and what you believe about wearing masks and what you believe about um vaccines uh i think that a culture can develop within a church a monoculture where everybody assumes that everybody else believes that for example vaccines are evil Mm -hmm. and uh and if you and to where you feel like you are an outsider if you Got vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, you ever been to a small town where you go into a like a mom and pop restaurant, a diner, maybe like for breakfast in the morning, and everybody stops and turns and looks at you. You're like, <laughs> uh, "Do I belong here?" And they're yeah. like, "Nope." And yeah, you can feel that way. And so, 
Um, but what all the things you mentioned are not unimportant things. I mean, like when you're talking about educating your children or talking about personal health care or politics and what's going on in our nation, all these things are good and important things to have thoughts about. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you can't have opinions about these things or have strongly held beliefs and convictions. It's the danger is in unintentionally or maybe even intentionally developing a culture in which no one can have a um, a nuanced, I mean, I'm, I mean, it, let alone a dissenting view, but even a nuanced view or else... Like you said, like the, that could be the standard for maybe not being a Christian, but being a good Christian mm-hmm. and belonging here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And belonging, so, I think, is the key. Right. Yeah. yeah. That you don't really belong unless you hold these other things. Hold um, these truths to be self-evident. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And actually, I think that's actually a really good word because um, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think the way that people have felt um, is not that anyone would say, if you question them on it, do you have to homeschool to be a, a Christian, or do you have to have this view of politics? No, or no this? of course not. No, 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 but um, conversations are carried on in such a way that these there seems to be, there's underlying um, philosophies that those having conversations hold to be self-evident. Well, it's self-evident that since we all think homeschooling is the best educational choice, then we can have a conversation on that basis. Or it's self-evident that whatever, it's mm-hmm. assumed that we all COVID agree on this. Yeah. yeah, right, yeah. It's self-evident that, uh, right, this this certain approach to um, vaccines or, or whatever is the right way to go. So let's relate to one another on that basis mm-hmm. with the assumption being that we all agree on this. Um, and then those who don't hold to those views feel like, there's no, they have to just shut down a conversation mm-hmm. in order for it, their view to even be heard because um, it, it seems like, well, apparently I'm I'm so different. And then they often feel like, since there's this underlying assumption, um, that they, they just don't really belong uh, and, and that they're the only ones mm-hmm. that, okay, well, I guess everybody else thinks this way since that's the assumption we're working on. So I must be the only one. Um, and so, what are what are some of the dangers? I think you mentioned some, Jason. What are some of the the problems with that kind of thing developing? And and we just say, I mean, we're talking about it sort of hypothetically, but um, there is some some of this that happens in Piney Ridge because it happens in every church, and not just probably on the things that we've mentioned. It can happen in a church as a whole. It can happen in a Piney family. Um, it can happen within certain certain smaller groups um, where um, secondary and, and maybe this would be important to say that um, that where secondary or tertiary issues become um, such a focus that mm-hmm. they appear to be or feel primary for people. So what are the, some of the problems with that? What does it create? Well, I think that, as Steve said earlier, um, you know, I think that one of the biggest issues um, relationally, practically speaking, is that of belonging or not feeling like you can you can even belong or you have to uh, sell out to your convictions or you can't even converse with people about things because um, I, I just we just don't see eye to eye. We, we, I mean, there's just like you said, an underlying assumption like that's the foundation for a relationship has to be these things that we don't really maybe agree upon completely. And so it can make people in within the same church 
feel like it's not really their church, not mm-hmm. fully, um, because maybe they're um, maybe they feel they are, maybe they really are uh, somebody. Um, you think about it, for instance. Um, uh, think about strategies, even like that's what a lot of politics is about strategy. Both a progressive and a, a, a you know liberal person and a conservative um, person would say, "Yeah, I'm for um, having good health care in America. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's against that." Right. But how you go about getting that is the issue, the strategy. Mm-hmm. And so um, maybe it's an issue of strategy that you think is kind of not that big of a deal, but maybe somebody else does. Maybe you both think it's a really big deal, but you see it differently. And if you if you elevate it to a level of importance that it doesn't really deserve, it can make uh, closeness and um, that 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 feeling of unity and belonging in question. And it makes mm-hmm. it hard to interact in a way that's healthy. Um, I think another uh, danger is that it doesn't allow always for conversation, like healthy, nuanced, careful consideration. Um, that it's like you, you can't have, you either, you got to pick a side. Which mm-hmm. side are you on? And of course you're on this side, right? Wait, you're not? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how we can proceed. Well, like you need, to, in order to have good conversations about things, you need to be able to listen and ask questions and be asked questions. And if there's this a common assumption and that people, the way people speak about certain issues, even if they're really important issues, if they're not primary of utmost, but you speak with the kind of passion that they are of the utmost, mm-hmm. the most important right. things, then people are like, well, I don't feel like I can ask a question or voice that I'm not so sure or that I have a nuanced a view of this, right. which I think leads to the biggest issue really is that <clears throat> I think we should have a monoculture. Um, with the thing that makes us one is Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. So the gospel itself. I was looking at some scriptures earlier. You think of 1 uh, Corinthians one um, ten. It says, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. Yeah. Or Philippians 1.27, Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I, am, I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. Or one more, and um, Philippians 2, 2, he says, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having mm-hmm. the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. So I think that, that the issue, though, of what unites us is what is most important. Right. And that is right. the gospel itself. And so if the, the passion we have in talking about politics or homeschooling or healthcare or a billion other things, strategies and other ideas that are good and important, but if mm-hmm. we give the same, as you talked about on Sunday, Nathan, the if we give biblical weight to things that aren't of biblical proportion, mm-hmm. if we give gospel passion to things that aren't the gospel, yeah. if the main message we're preaching is... Um, what other other good thing we're really passionate about at the moment, but it's not Jesus, then we're going to have a very hard time being unified, and we're going to have a hard time, therefore, serving this community and this world with the same united front, walking arms, arm in arm, side by side together for the faith of the gospel. Yeah, I think that's the biggest issue. Amen. Yeah, that's really good. Um, so what then <clears throat> would you say, uh, I mean, just give some, some um, biblical pastoral advice and counseling for, um, I guess, let's say first for those who maybe have felt the effects of um, just feeling like an outsider because they feel like there's a culture here and among these, you know, group of friends or in this 
Piney family or at Piney Ridge as a whole. And I just, um, you know, uh, I see, you know, we on theology, there's a lot of agreement and love that, love the people. But I just feel like, you know, on some of these other things that people feel are so important, uh, I just have different opinions and views and I don't feel free to voice those mm-hmm. uh, without creating rifts and relationships. What, what advice would you give a person in that position? I would say, first of all, be on guard that you aren't making assumptions mm-hmm. about how you may, we may have, we speak about things differently. You know, there are people who can speak very passionately about how good a salad dressing is, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the best. Yes. <laughs> and um, so be on guard that just because someone is speaking passionately about something that they have the opinion that if you don't agree with them that you are, are wrong and, and don't belong. I think it's easy to, to, I think we're all guilty of it, of making assumptions about people's motivations and mm-hmm. making assumptions of how people uh, think about us. Mm-hmm. And so I would say be willing to ask questions, be mm-hmm. willing to share your opinion in a loving way, and um, and maybe open up a conversation where maybe that person needs to have a more nuanced, I like how you said that a while ago, a more nuanced view of their of the thing that they're passionate about. And uh, I think we tend to, when we are really passionate about a certain thing, we tend, and now I'm getting off the topic, but I think people that are really passionate about a certain thing, you know, if, if I thought that, that holding a ping pong ball in my hand for an hour a day would make me healthy, wealthy, and wise, mm-hmm. and, and I practiced that, and sure enough, I was getting healthy, wealthy, <laughs> and wise, I would want to share with you guys right. that. And Out I would love. be passionate about, I say, you guys could be healthy, mm-hmm. wealthy, and why, you know? And so, <laughs> but, you know, that I need to be aware that, that there are other ways to be healthy, wealthy, and wise, and it yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be the way that I'm doing it. And, and well, that's on the other side. We're going to get to that. Right. But, <laughs> um, but I think but that... But to receive it as potentially love, if someone is trying to convince you of... Uh, the issues we've mentioned. I think it's going to be better for you and your kids if you homeschool. So I'm going to be passionate about that because I think that that's best. Receive it as love, but also be willing to offer the opposing viewpoint mm-hmm. because that person may need to hear that. I mean, there may be people, if we're going to talk homeschooling, that 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 may not realize that there are good Christian... Uh, there are Christian families. <laughs> I apologize for the word good. Uh, there are Christian families who have thought very deeply about how to how to get their kids educated and have decided that mm-hmm. they want to put their kids in public school and they are overseeing their kids education in that way and they are supplementing it and they are are making sure that they are countering whatever uh, things that their kids are learning that they think are unbiblical that they, they are they're, they're doing those things and being very conscientious about their kids' education, and they have prayed about it, and they have talked about over, and they believe that's the best. Mm-hmm. And I think that there are probably people that are of a mindset, well, there's no possible way that somebody could have prayed about this and, and wanted to Came to any conclusion other than what kids, I have come up with. To come to the conclusion yeah. that, that that would be okay. So I think, it's, I think it's important if you have an opposing viewpoint uh, to— to offer it in a loving way, mm-hmm. 
um, and not assume that those people are wanting to exclude you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that um, for those who feel like they've been uh, maybe cast aside or uh, they're, you know, left to the outside, I think they need courage, um, humility and wisdom. Yes. And how they confront. But as Steve said, maybe courage just to say, I hear you. I just don't know if I agree. Yeah. And then and be OK with that. Mm-hmm. Like the courage to say that I I don't have to look just like them. The issue sometimes when we feel outsiders, I feel like outsiders, is is not that we're upset that there is an outside, but that we're on it, that we're on the outside, that we're not mm. on the inside. That's the issue. Like we're okay mm. with there being an outside often as long as, as, long as I'm on the inside. Mm. Um, but I, I think that we need to be able, have some courage to speak and then feel more comfortable being not uh, on every secondary and tertiary issue in alignment, the mm-hmm. the being of the same mind and agreeing and of one accord has to do with the most essential things, the most important things. And I know it all connects, and I know that, but not in uh, not in the same with the same intensity or same centrality mm-hmm. that the things of the gospel are. Mm-hmm. And so, having courage to to speak up and maybe just to say not not arrogantly, rudely, like you said, uh, often the issue is people on the inside have drawn a hard line and people on the outside have drawn a hard line and we feel like well there's an impasse but no it's courage to say um yeah i can i can speak about these things and and not agree but i still think um well i know we're gonna get to the other side if the other has side has compassion and you have courage and you feel on the outside both parties still need both humility Mm -hmm. and a focus a focus on um Am I making more out of this than it really is? A focus on what matters most. That's key right there. Am I making more out of this than it really is? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that asking questions, sincerely Mm -hmm. wanting to learn, even if you are like 100% sure that you're going to end up disagreeing, to at least ask someone, how did you come to hold that view? And maybe not even leading with, eh, I think I disagree with that. But you could if you, yeah. you know, in the right, if you can do it in the right spirit. But, um, but to sincerely ask, hey, how did you come to hold that view? Um, you know, what what leads you to feel so strongly about that? To to really want to know, even if you disagree with the position and you're sure mm-hmm. you're going to, to at least get to know that person better. If it's someone, especially that's a part of the church that you're in community with, mm-hmm. uh, I don't see any any uh, loss in getting to know them better and what what brought them to you know believe what they do and feel so strongly about it i think that that's a good and and healthy and loving thing to do just to get to know people and you might actually learn something and might have your own view changed in the meantime or yeah. it might give you the opportunity often um this isn't 100% true so you can't count on it but often if you ask people questions about their view they'll often return the favor and ask you how you yeah. You know, and maybe they'll how you something. think about it. Yeah. yeah. And this is fighting for unity. That's what right. you're doing right. in this exactly. case. Yeah. yeah. So what about on the other side for, uh, I guess, first of all, if how would someone um, evaluate their own life and conversations and um, see if they're contributing in some way to a, an unhealthy monoculture of, um, you know, and, and maybe making feel, people feel like outsiders, I, I think 
un- unintentionally. I can't think right. of anyone at our church who would intentionally, intentionally say, right. I want to make people feel like outsiders. I think right. people love one another, and they don't want to do that. So how could someone, in an effort to love, um, identify or evaluate? Well, I think, I think part of it, just very practically speaking, uh, I tell this to my, my kids. When you're trying to make friends with people and you're trying to um, uh, in, enrich that friendship, ask questions. Don't always tell people what you think. So if you just ask people, sometimes that's helpful. Um, and it's humbling to, I, well, I have all my thoughts. Well, what do you think? Well, how do you view this issue? What do you, you know, what do you like? What, is your, what are your interests? Um, so I think asking questions, I think sometimes um, prayerfully and in conversation with people you trust, ask them to evaluate. Do I make a bigger deal out of this? Mm-hmm. Or am I, do you see me making the most of Jesus? Am, mm-hmm. I, am I focusing on him? And maybe ask just the question, is the word of Christ dwelling among us richly, richly because of me? Mm-hmm. Am I mm-hmm. reading the word and then talking to my, my fellow brothers and sisters about it? Or am I talking mainly about my hobby, my interest, mm-hmm. my fears, my values, my things that are secondary or tertiary, not primary? Mm-hmm. Um, just evaluating that, being very honest and asking people to speak into that. Mm-hmm. Are you more passionate about that than you are about the gospel? Right. Are you passionate about sharing the gospel? Are you passionate about uh, reading and taking in the Word of God and, and, and being sanctified? Is that your number one passion, your number one ambition in your life? And mm-hmm. if, if you see things that are creeping up to be equal or greater than that, then it's a problem, no matter how good that is, no matter how wise and helpful Mm-hmm. Those things are, if they are a passion in your life that is higher than the gospel of Jesus Christ, that's a problem, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you're trying to win people over to your new diet or to your um, way of thinking about education or politics more than you are wanting to win them over to Jesus mm-hmm. or to more and of worshiping him more, then we're off. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's all really good. And I think it's... It is <clears throat> human nature. I can't think of the, what the technical term is. Some kind of bias that we all tend to think that everyone else thinks like we do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the something bias. Simple. Yeah, the, the <laughs> sinful bias, the self-focused bias. And the reality is it's just not true. Even you know, within a community of people that are very similar, Piney Ridge Church is, you know, we have a lot of similarities in terms of... Uh, ethnicity, even we got some outliers like Steve, but in terms of age, stage of life, mm-hmm. um, a lot of these call things me a are liar? Very, uh, uh, outlier. Oh. Not even liar. Um, you throw off the curve with your, <laughs> although it's changing a bit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there are a lot of similarities, all, you know, fairly middle class and so on. But even within that, there are a lot of differences and probably more than we even know in in the ways that people think because we tend to go, oh, you look like me. You must think like me. And so just be aware of that. That, And then try to celebrate it. I mean, like, it's good that we have people who are older or younger. They're good that we have people who have different experiences, education, uh, social background, and even that they would think differently than us. Sometimes God wants to sanctify us through mm-hmm. other people because he does not sanctify us all in the same area at the same time. And so he uses our brothers and sisters to do that, and we to them. So mm-hmm. good, yeah. healthy, humble conversations is good. Yeah. Amen. And, you know, I, I just want to get back to the idea that there is 
a certain monoculture that is good, mm -hmm. and that is that we all share a common faith in Jesus Christ, and we uh, hold him up as the only hope for mankind, the only hope for salvation is by grace through faith in Jesus Christ alone. Amen. And we need to cling tightly to those, to the Word of God, and we need to cling tightly to those doctrines that are based on God's Word, based correctly on God's Word. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's good for us to, to cling to those and to have this common faith that we guard very jealously. And not just assume it as the foundation, but be more passionate about other things. Make yes. them more central. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that's probably a good place to end, unless either of you have anything that you feel like is essential to add to this. Um, I do think some of the things that we've talked about, um, when you were talking about education, I thought, you know, that'd probably make a good podcast, too. Um, you know, how did how did we think through these things? And mm -hmm. maybe just some... Hopefully being able to model that we don't all have the same um, ideas or thoughts about everything, yeah. but that keeping Christ central and keeping these things underneath in priority is always helpful. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we'll do that in the future, but for now, we sign off. Adieu.